So in order to be safe and inclusive for the people that I'm interested in making feel safe and included, I need to be a non-safe and non-inclusive place for the people that are interested in hurting my friends, my community, my people. So yeah, hi everybody, welcome in. This is the Dreaming of Streaming podcast, which is the Rage Club's own team podcast. Um, the concept of this was dreamed up by the wonderful Don't Rage Quit. Um, and essentially it's a place for these salty yet sweet team members that we have with us and in the chat uh, to discuss tips on Twitch, YouTube and content creation in general. Um, and normally we do host the podcast in our Discord, but today uh, we wanted to bring it to Twitch live um, as part of the Stream of Palooza Festival fundraiser, which we have already smashed the goal for, by the way, which is absolutely unreal. I'll talk a wee bit about the charity and everything in a sec, but um, I just wanted to go ahead and introduce everybody who we have here today. Um, obviously myself, I am Sarius Slays. I go by she, her pronouns. I am the team founder of the Rage Club, and I am also joined by the lovely Higgums. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, uh, I'm Higgums. I go by he, him pronouns, and I'm not the team founder of the Rage Club. I don't. You're a mentor. I'm a mentor of the Rage Club. Yeah. Um, and then we also have an excellent donkey. And an excellent donkey, and has clearly the best like profile picture out of all of us. And we also have the lovely Slashy 101, if you want to introduce yourself as well, Slashy. Yep. Hello, everyone. I'm Slashy. I also use she, her pronouns. Uh, my channel is uh, just a chill place to hang out and where I get mad about stuff too, but in a good way. <laughs> Love that. That's a vibe. Um, and then we also have the lovely Mrs. Water Lily as well. Feel free to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Lily. I go by she, her pronouns as well. Uh, my channel is just a place where uh, I let chat pick on me and play games that I uh, get mad about. So <laughs> that's like a vibe that I think all of us in the room sort of like really yeah. to, honestly. <laughs> I love that. Well, yeah. So obviously, um, we have so many amazing members of the Rage Club who are in the chat as well. So big hi to all of you. Thank you for coming to watch. And anybody else who's in the community who doesn't know about the Rage Club, we are a Twitch stream team. And one of our main focuses is community building and um, charity for which uh, this uh, podcast will touch on both things. We will be doing like a bit of a QA and a at the end if we have time. So if you want to submit a question, whether that be to any of the streamers involved or me or Higgins, anybody um, in the Rage Club, if you want to ask anything, then feel free to donate um, 10 or more dollars and we will get to your question at the very end. So the topic of today's podcast is actually building and maintaining a safe and inclusive community, um, which I think is something that we as the Rage Club strive to do, not only within our team, but as an extension of our team as well in our own individual communities. So I thought it would be a really nice thing to do to sort of uh, kick off by just asking Slashy and Lily to introduce themselves, give us a little bit more um, information about your own community and what kind of content you do on Twitch. And either of you can start, whoever wants to start. I can start. That's fine. Um, okay. So I'm Lily. Uh, I've been streaming for about four years now, off and on. And I would say that, like, my community is just mainly, like, I try to be super inclusive and, in, you know, inclusivity. You want to, like, make sure you're including everyone. It's It's easier said than done sometimes. So, yeah, I try to always make sure that when I'm talking, I'm not using 
words that would like offend anybody. And if I learn something new, like making sure I'm changing and actively trying to do better and learn new ways to keep my community safe for everybody. I love that. That's so important. And I think like that's an actual really important point you just made about like learning and changing. Like not everybody can be expected to know everything. And I feel like the more that you integrate into different communities, the more you will learn. And all you really are doing is learning and growing. Um, if you make a mistake, own up to that and move on. And I think that that's a really important thing to to share the message of. Um, so yeah, thank you, Lily. And Slashy, do you want to give us a little bit more background on your Twitch community? Uh, yeah, of course. So um, I'm a pandemic streamer. I started streaming in January 2021 uh, on the first specifically, and that was very important to me. Um, and yeah, so for me personally, I was looking for somewhere to socialize like in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I'd also kind of been watching a lot of, you know, the big Among Us streamers. I've been watching their YouTube videos and the concept of having 10 grown adults together for a games night reliably and it's fun and they're not just like really like strange people they play in weird ways or anything like that uh shook me to my core I wanted that desperately for myself so I decided to start streaming to try and build myself that community to try and find these people who I could get along with and play games with and spend time with um so that was my core focus in terms of building a community was just well, people who got along with me and uh, wanted to um, talk to me and hang out with me. Um, and I really feel like we're doing pretty well so far because this uh, stream for Loser has uh, let me, led me to get to know a lot of the members of the Rage Club uh, team a lot better and I'm loving it so far so <laughs> yes 100% and like I love that you sort of gave a bit of background as like how you started streaming and stuff because streaming can be like a really hard nut to crack at the beginning I feel like um and sometimes feels a bit slow and it's hard to build a community sometimes so I think like um one thing that we all have in common now hopefully is that we've managed to curate a, a community no matter how big or small that we feel is reflective of us um, and so I wanted to really just sort of tap into that idea and ask you a little bit about you know what elements do you think are important in a community that could be in general or what elements are important to you as a streamer um, so for me personally the most important thing is um, my own comfort because the way I see it is people who watch my streams and enjoy watching my streams are going to have similar standards to me. They're going to enjoy the same things I enjoy and they're going to dislike the same, like similar things to what I dislike. So when I do things like prioritize my own comfort, when someone makes me uncomfortable and I decide to ban them, when I do things like that, I'm protecting my community as well. Mm. And I'm keeping that vibe going. That's what's really important to me is that like, um, by making myself feel safe, I know that I'm looking after my community as well and my own mental health, of course, because if you just let anyone do anything in your chat and you end up quitting streaming because of it, you've destroyed that safe space that you work so hard at building as well. Like right. it's over. Um, so for me, I tend to just think, okay, this makes me really uncomfortable and that means it's going to make my regulars uncomfortable because, mm. yeah, we have similar standards. That's why we enjoy spending so much time together. I think for me, one of the most important things when it comes to building a safe and inclusive community for everyone is actually funny enough to make sure that your community is not safe and inclusive for everyone. Um, because riding the middle line and trying to appease everyone on, you know, quote unquote, all sides is the last thing that I'm interested in doing. If I have somebody come in 
with a light, you know, racist joke, homophobic joke, transphobic, any of that, that's that's a no. I'm not interested in having a safe space for people that have those opinions, that have those views. This is a hostile environment for anybody that wants to come at us like that, and that's not okay. So in order to be safe and inclusive for the people that I'm interested in making feel safe and included, I need to be a non-safe and non-inclusive place for the people that are interested in hurting my friends, my community, my people. Absolutely. That's so important as well. And I think like some people can see the word inclusive and think that the meaning of that word is that everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a nice concept. But actually what you've just tapped into Higgins is the idea that we can't be welcoming of everybody because that puts us and our community in a bad position and um, in jeopardy um, it can be unsafe as well because not everybody is a nice person on right. Twitch. not everybody is going to be there um to support you as much as um you know we do have our communities that are there to, to, to support us and generally speaking are the majority of people that we will come across and um, yeah it's definitely um really important to keep that in mind and I also feel like as a streamer, obviously there's so many different things that we can do to keep our community safe, to keep ourselves um, in a good position to create great content for the people watching. But I feel like, you know, there's so many other things that come into play um, to help us to do that. Um, you know, it takes a, an army of, of mods and um, subscribers, VIPs, regulars to sort of keep that community in place and like build the foundations so that when other people come in and they're fresh and new, they know exactly what to expect from your streams. Um, so obviously as a streamer, there's many things we can do to keep our communities safe. Is there anything you would recommend that viewers and the wider community can do to help creators that they watch to build that community that everyone wants to be a part of? So I would say in general, obviously backseat modding isn't helpful necessarily, but just generally when a, an uncomfortable situation or something like that comes up and someone in the chat is being a bit weird and um, the stream is obviously not appreciating it, um, but they've not done enough to get like a timeout or anything yet. I would say the best thing viewers can do is kind of just like guide the conversation back to what the streamer clearly wants. Like if they're playing a game, talk about the game. Um, if the stream is like talking about something different, respond to what the stream is saying and kind of just this kind of low-key disapproval of what this viewer is doing without backseat modding is probably the most helpful thing um, I think a regular view viewer can do. Because obviously with backseat modding, that can be unhelpful in many cases and um, can lead certain people to think they have more power in a community than they really do and potentially apply rules in their own way. Um, but just kind of trying to keep the stream on track and trying to prevent this suspicious person from derailing it, I think is probably the best thing a regular viewer could do. Absolutely. Lily, I don't know if you have any other like uh, insights into that from your community. Yeah, just like expanding on that, like a lot of times, you know, people as a viewer, knee-jerk reaction is, oh, I'm coming for them because they said this, you know, about somebody that I care about. And it's like, yes, we want to fight for people, but also it kind of derails, right? So yeah, you want to protect, as a viewer, you want to protect the community, but you have to sometimes like just instead of just go going for them, you have to, like Slashy said, redirect the conversation to try to help and show them, hey, that conversation isn't going to fly here, but I see you. We're going back to this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think there's also something to be said just for establishing the friendly environment before it even gets there, like saying hi 
Uh, there's nothing that makes me happier than when I notice that somebody new hops in and a couple people say hi to them or they include them in a conversation or they ask them questions or if somebody says something in the chat and I know that they're a little newer, maybe they're not like super core to the community and a couple people respond to what they said. That is already creating this sort of unity and this sort of friendly environment that just <clears throat> it, it almost doesn't let the toxicity foster in that sort of way. It's it's beautiful. People in my chat saying hi to each other and it's just such a nice feeling. I love that. Honestly, like there's so much that I think viewers do and the community does without even realizing that makes it so much easier as a streamer to be like checking on chat and be like, okay, everything's fine. Um, and yeah, like saying hi, having moderators welcome people in, doing shout outs, all of the things that you can't really focus your 100% attention on when you're busy streaming. But one thing I think that I was picking up on when all of you were speaking is that I'm sure that the things we've just mentioned are not things we maybe necessarily knew to do when we first started out streaming. Um, I know myself, like there's many pitfalls that I fell into when I started streaming that I would never do now that I know are just not worth your time and worth your energy. So one example is like whenever we would have uh, somebody come in and troll or something like really stupid, um, I would always address it. And I feel like mods would address it. And I think that that can be important sometimes because I think it's important to set a precedent like if somebody does something in your channel like that Higgins was saying you know that doesn't fly it's important to set those boundaries but I think letting them know that they bothered you is actually a completely different thing and I know that I used to do that all the time when I first started streaming so I'd love to hear like what were some of the early pitfalls that some of you maybe fell into at the start that you would give as advice to somebody who is starting out streaming to help them prevent themselves from digging themselves a hole but also to make the community just feel more like safe and cozy um so I would say the main thing is to just kind of enforce your boundaries so whenever someone does something like okay it can be kind of scary at the beginning when you've only got maybe three people chatting and one of them says something that's yikes you don't want to scare them off because your community is so small you don't want to drive them away and have them never come back it seems really scary but i would say it's really important uh to establish those boundaries and say like look that that isn't cool um even at the beginning, even when you may be risking someone leaving, because at the end of the day, if that person then gets so offended that they leave just because they said something that upset you, you'd never wanted mm. them around anyway. They're not the kind of person you want to keep around. No, Someone you don't want decides, them to be like, the building blocks of what you're no, moving toward. Absolutely not. It's bullet dodged, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I would say uh, don't don't tolerate things that make you feel upset or uncomfortable and um, bring people up to... God, what's the word? There's like a phrase, you know, hold people up to your standards and make sure you call them out when you need to. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a big call out, but you can just be like, oh, I didn't like, don't tell jokes like that. Or uh, we don't use this emote here. Um, just lampshading an example, um, etc. Just making it clear, pointing it out, uh, enforcing that boundary, and then moving on immediately afterwards if you need to um, is probably for the best when you first begin um in this is why i say my own comfort is a priority at the beginning as well is it's helping everyone in the community feel comfortable because they found your community because they like you and they like what you have to say yeah <laughs> that's a really good point and one thing i always try and think about like if i feel bad or guilty for maybe like um 
calling somebody out for something or removing somebody from my community i always try and remind myself that keeping that person would likely prevent <laughs> other amazing people who you want in your community from ever joining so i think you have to sort of reframe your thinking and try not to feel guilty for keeping your your space the way that you want it to be because at the end of the day it is your stream um, it and it is your community so i think from my perspective it's it's a little bit a little different than than sorry as might be which is uh it, that's important to have right a variety of perspectives because i i don't actually have any mods i i got rid of all of my mods in march um and i haven't i haven't had a single oh actually march of I think it was March of last year. It's been it's been a, a solid while that I haven't had any moderators, and it's been great for me. So I I actually do personally take care of literally everything that happens in the channel. Um, and, and I've always found that if they're a troll that isn't saying anything offensive or terrible, I can typically turn it into content. If they are, I delete it instantly, and then I have an opportunity to enforce um my my own thoughts. Uh, and and people have never. I think through some of my inspirations when I when I started streaming, I, I found a lot of streamers that were very outspoken and were very free to speak like, hey, look, no, like quiet. You, we don't talk like that. Who do you think you are, etc. And and I love that kind of idea. And, and I've built my whole stream around the idea of I will I will speak it. I, I have a soapbox that I can get on every once in a while, like a little, a literal little soapbox I can add to my UI because I just, I want to rant about it. I want to tell people about it. And, and it's, it's been great for me personally to just handle it directly. And I know that overwhelms a lot of people. And I will say that I would not advise this to just about anybody unless you're a cishet white dude, because I am very uniquely privileged in the fact that I don't have people coming in here saying, you know, like, whatever sort of creepy stuff or homophobic stuff or whatever i don't get that so mods are very important in those situations uh but for me in my particular situation i i am really uniquely capable of doing that which i've loved absolutely i, I would say that's very very dependent on the streamer yeah like yeah, some streamers 100%. are really good at that and like turning trolls into content and they don't just have to be dudes either um this is really big a uh, woman streamer I follow who absolutely posts TikToks constantly of her roasting trolls and <laughs> it's always just fantastic to watch. Um, I personally, I can't do that because I'm not that good at like coming up with ad libs at the spot. Um, but uh, it's definitely 100% um, depending on the stream. Like some streamers are really great at that, other streamers right. would rather it just be quietly handled by the mods. Um, yeah, like usually someone comes in, they ask about feet pics. It's an instant ban, sure. But right. uh, with some cases, you can definitely like play off whatever they were saying. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about uh, about what Higgins was saying. I think it was about... Um, sorry, I got really distracted by the cat. I don't know if anyone else <laughs> I was same. looking at I've been cat. watching that cat. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if anybody said anything important in the last 20 minutes. I've missed it. It's been a cat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the cat is not welcome. so adorable um i think it was more along the lines of um basically knowing your chat and knowing your community higgins is kind of like what i got from what you were saying is that mm -hmm. everybody has different ways of handling situations and some will be better served to some people than others and i also feel like yeah. just knowing what tools you have available knowing how moderation works making yourself familiar with the tools that are there for you and if you need somebody else to pop in and help with a busier stream here and there like just make sure you're aware of what's available to you and use it to your advantage and make sure that 
yeah you have I, those tools in place if i have do. temporarily modded people for certain streams and things like that and i agree and then it also like you were saying it is almost kind of like how they'll tell you don't hire an editor until you've edited a few things yourself mm -hmm. it, it can actually be a huge advantage to try things out yourself just for a little bit just to be able to like you said know just familiar familiarize with yourself with the tools know how to turn on follower only mode know how to turn on sub only mode learn how to turn on you know how long they it takes for them to be there are so many different tools that you need to know about uh to be able to protect yourself because there will come a day where you know crossing my fingers maybe it won't but where you'll get a bot raid of some sort or some sort of terrible raid and all of your mods are making spaghetti or something right like they're busy <laughs> so you need to take care of it and i think it's really important that as streamers even if you've got a mod team know how to mod so that you can handle that if you have to absolutely yeah. One thing that really helps in situations like that is planning for it ahead of time, uh, a hate raid. Um, uh, having a panic button of some sort set up. And there's so many ways to set them up. Um, like there's tons of YouTube videos uh, about what to do in the case of a hate raid and how to deal with them. Um, for reference sake, I was hate raided three times last summer. Um, and I immediately, I have a button that just sends us to a scene and the scene literally just reads F you hate raiders. I run an ad, I get, I, it goes to sub only mode. I, uh, remove all the bots via, um, Twitch tools, which you should only use if you know what you're doing. But, um, yeah, just having that prepared ahead of time will really help you to deal with not panicking, talking to your mods often about like your rules and what and or if any situation comes up with a viewer telling your mods how you handled it um just lets them know like what kind of modding you want from them as well can be really helpful um but mostly just having those like things in place if this happens this is what we do or i think uh this big stream is supposed to raid me soon and this like you know we might have suddenly two thousand viewers this is what you should do um or we're going to be on the front page in in a week. This is how I want to handle it. Who will be here? Who can we ask to be temp mods um, in that time? And talking with your mods, like having check-ins and stuff like that about your boundaries, if you have any rule changes, stuff like that, just really helps you establish um, what kind of stream you want to build and therefore what kind of community you're going to end up with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Lily, I wanted to ask you, um, do you have any like sort of um, additional insights on how to address um, issues that come up in chat? Because we've sort of touched on a diff few different things and, you know, ha being prepared, having everything in place. Um, do you have any like anecdotes or ways that you personally deal with uh, trolls or, you know, bad actors or anything like that in your channel? Well, uh, I mean, my whole shtick is like, I'm an angry lady, right? So when they come in, I'm like, get out, right? And I, and I've had people that I've blocked, like, cause it's, I, I got no chill. I tell you once, if that's, if it's not enough, then you're, you're gone. Once I've had a few people that are messaging me, oh, I was just kidding. Sorry about your bad luck. Like it's not go somewhere else with it. Cause I don't like it. And that's the most I can say is like, stick to your guns get that backbone and it's the hardest thing as a new streamer especially like because i've been streaming for four years and i'm still a very small streamer because life happens and it's the hardest thing to ban that person that's been there from day one but when they say this thing and they just kind of oh you tell them once oh then they reword it and you're like you gotta you gotta kick them out because it's like it's it's almost it sounds gross it's like it's almost like an infection 
they mm. they they keep going and then they bring in one of their friends and then they bring in another friend and you're just you've got this whole thing so you just have to stick to it and have the same basically the same roles like consistency like don't make breaks because this person's been here for six months or whatever yep one of my favorite yeah. lines is just this is not a debate nobody if if i say something and somebody wants to tell me why it was a joke or why that wasn't backseating really or why that wasn't actually a spoiler or why that wasn't actually racist no this isn't a debate you don't get to tell me that it wasn't any of those things because it was and it's not a democracy hmm. I, it's my stream you're gone go I there are millions of streamers go find a different one i don't want you here mm -hmm. yeah i really like what you've just said about um you know not what lily was saying about not just making mm. exceptions for people because they've been in the channel for so long i think that that 100%. is something that takes a lot um out of the streamer because i've definitely been in a position before where a mod um has like abused the rules or you know and um, they've crossed boundaries and you know in the early days you you almost think maybe i'm being too harsh or maybe like i'm being too strict <laughs> you're usually and not like, harsh enough honestly exactly exactly i think that's what a lot of people maybe need to just like get into their heads is like it's not a you problem it's a them problem if they are coming into your stream which is your your safe space that you've curated you've put so much time effort into and resources into and you you're trying your hardest to keep that space as safe as possible every single day and they still want to cross boundaries even though you've made them explicit then they don't deserve to have that time in your community and that take up that space super important um one thing i did want to touch on though that um came up early on actually which i think is a great topic to to talk about is education and actually yes sometimes um it is just the ban hammer strike it down hard get rid of them everything's fine and dandy but i think sometimes there really is room to learn and room to actually teach and i've definitely been in situations before as a creator where after telling somebody why what they did was wrong um if i was feeling in a good mood that day um <laughs> they actually understood and they took that feedback on and actually changed their behavior and i think that having an understanding of general twitch etiquette um which is something we can talk about more is really important as a streamer so let's talk about twitch etiquette and you know what is what is a do what is a don't in a stream um what is one pet peeve that you have that people do that will likely get them either banned or in trouble. Lily, do you want to start? Yeah, I can start. Uh, can I tie into the rest of it of like, oh, I'm going to make this joke and they test the waters. Then you ban them and they're like, well, I didn't know what kind of like stream it was. And it's like that. That's always the thing that that irks me the most because it's like, why is that your knee-jerk reaction? Like, why why are you going to test the waters, per se, to see what you can get away with? Why not just keep it, you know, like, keep it, just just keep it kind of, you know, like, I come on. I have literally <laughs> never seen anybody type, can I tell a joke in a chat, and not have that joke be a bad one. Like, it's, exactly. gonna, it's, it's never a good exactly. thing. I had it one time. They told a really good joke. The pun was uh, about it. Be it was a pun about closed captions because I had the closed captions tag on. Oh, mm. I wish I could remember it, but oh my god, it felt like it felt like finding a pot of gold. So I'm coming <laughs> in. Can I tell you a joke? Tells a great joke, like completely wholesome, nothing problematic Aww. about it at all. I was like, wow. I think that's never gonna happen again. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it won't. It will one not. In a million. <laughs> and they never came back. They just told that joke, left, never been back since. 
I, I think they that. literally just went around the closed captions tag to tell that joke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will say screen. that 98% of the time it's either offensive and needs to be banned or it's so bad it's going to be a copy pasta now. And I'm going to be copy pasting in everybody's chat because it doesn't make any sense. And now it's funny. But it's not yeah, because it was a good like, joke. It's just because it didn't make any sense. Uh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, anybody else got a red flag? Or it's not even something that has to be major. It's something maybe a, a little bit sillier, you know. Um, for me, it's when people come in and like instantly they want to be like, oh, I was playing this on my stream last night at 7 p.m. BST and I'm going to be live again mm. tomorrow at 7 p.m. BST just in case you want to follow me. Like, I know that that is something that a lot of streamers do fall into the pitfall of at the very beginning. And they genuinely do come come into the chat from a place of wanting to network and stuff but there really is boundaries that people need to like follow when it comes to that um so that's that's probably my pet peeve i would say the gotta go now uh i'm going live in five minutes like all right pal bye bye Don't come back <laughs> yeah no, um yeah that's definitely like i found that um you know at the beginning most people have that no self promo rule um, I personally found it's kind of impossible to have that rule as a small streamer in the sense that um, some people take it as like you cannot mention you stream ever like in any way shape or form you cannot bring up the fact that you stream or like don't use your own emotes in other people's channel which is apparently a drama that happens sometimes that. no um, I think that's just some people who get a bit too upset about things that don't matter yeah. Um, yeah like I definitely I never put in that no self promo rule but um at the beginning and I, I took it out in the end because I think at the end of the day as a small streamer most of your chat are going to be streamers honestly um because it's so accessible that when you see someone um you like streaming you're like hmm I could do that too and you end up doing it and in that sense I got rid of the no software but it still does really irk me when someone new comes in and yeah it's like oh i gotta go now i'm gonna go stream uh in five minutes ten minutes whatever um that definitely does annoy me but at the end of the day that whole don't mention that you stream ever it's just, it's just not sustainable i just it makes it makes other streamers feel like they're not welcome in your community and then you've lost half your community because at levels like mine where we have about 10 viewers eight of them stream <laughs> themselves right and like yep. i think this is where we can then bring in the education side of it right like it's not that we don't want you to talk about being a streamer it's just that that shouldn't really be your first message you know mm -hmm. like there's ways to build relationships there's ways to build connections and every streamer has like I would say probably like 70% of their viewers, as you say, are probably also streamers or people who want to stream themselves. Mm -hmm. So just, it's not about being harsh. It's not about wanting all the attention on you. It's, it's, it's just about Twitch etiquette generally. And I think that that is something that, you know, people can learn more about and we can educate like our wider community on very easily actually. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like there are good ways to network and that isn't one of them. <laughs> just yeah. coming to a stream and being like, oh yeah, we did this on my stream. Like, no what you no. do is you hang out in a community you talk you talk there you feel the vibe do you have similar vibes do you enjoy each other um and then you like no one's gonna click your self promo link in the self promo mm -hmm. channel if they don't know who you are 
No one's ever going to click that. You need to talk to people and establish yourself in the community. But don't do it for your own like sake. Don't do it just so you get followers out of community. You have to actually spend that time and make sure people um, can tell that you're being sincere and aren't just looking for clout. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the way to handle networking and self promotions. Like people put those Discord channels for a reason, so that people in the community can find each other. Yeah, I have never, and I'll, I say this pretty regularly. Um, and typically, I just go for the learning opportunity. Or sometimes I just ignore it. If somebody says I'm going to be going live, or I'll see you later, I'm going to go stream or whatever, I'll, I'll even read it and say goodbye. It's and it's not because it's not silly and it's not it, it is it is against the twitch etiquette but i, I will I, I say this pretty regularly i have never ever once felt threatened by anybody that feels they need to post their link in my chat if you if you are so disconnected from twitch and how to stream and etiquette that you're going to be throwing your link in my chat and saying that you're about to go live you don't you're not taking a single one you it, it, i wish you all the best and i hope that you learn a lot and i'm here to teach you if you want to talk twitch with me that's cool too but you're not taking even one of my viewers at that point. Not, uh, I honestly, nobody's ever threatened me by doing that kind of stuff. So I kind of shrug it off typically, uh, except for Ganon because he's beautiful, but it, it <laughs> Ganon really is isn't. Ganon is to all communities everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he really is smooth as oh butter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, speaking of, speaking of, you know, um, building our communities and um, other people aspiring to be streamers and obviously trying to build a community similar to yours, um, I'd love to hear about some communities that you absolutely adore and that you took inspiration from. Um, it can be anybody, maybe it's the first streamer you ever found, your favorite streamer, somebody is from Is our time to simp for our Rage Club leader? Is that what we're simp about to do here? No, that is not happening. Wow, it's no, sorry, it's community. Extra points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hegger's just trying to sweep me up, that's fine. Um, yeah. This will play on our reviews at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. No, just anybody literally that you look up to um, and that you would, I guess, um, model your community off of if you were starting out fresh. I've been on Twitch for like four years. I've been in and out of a lot of different community communities. And uh, I found Saria through Nitro, who isn't really on Twitch anymore, but he's still really important to the community. And that's when I found Sorry, and that's more of, like, where I found my my vibes. Like, I had been in a lot of different community communities, and they were great in their own aspects. But I wanted something that fit more with, like, the games I played and the way I handled interactions and the kind of things that we advocate for and, you know, that kind of stuff. And <clears throat> that's that's where you you want to network you want to meet lots of different communities but you want to find that community that you take inspiration from which for me is rage club community like it was just sorry and now we have the rage club and it all is just a general thing but for me that's where i decided these are the these are the things i want to fight for these are these are i agree with this i agree with that oh i didn't know that let me do better let me learn how to do this and advocate for that and so now, instead of, like, I used to have a stance of, well, it doesn't really affect me, so, like, why should I talk about it? And now I have the stance of, just because it doesn't affect me doesn't mean I shouldn't help. So, like, that that's where it's important to me to, like, build your community of, not necessarily, you want to find people that are similar to you, but you want to find the people who inspire you as well. You want to be like them, but also they have to be like you a little bit too. So that way you have similar mm. tools. 
That was awesome. If that makes sense. That was gospel. Actually, we can probably I just move that. on at that point. That was <laughs> That was so good. I love that, Lily. Um, so for me, there was one specific streamer that I watched a lot last year, which was my first year on Twitch. Um, her name is I Paint Burbs. Uh, and she paints burbs. Oh, <laughs> she's a surprise. Right. Yeah. As it is she's on the a, um, nature journal illustrator. She uh, does, she mostly works with watercolor and the content's not even the important part. She could literally just be staring at a wall, uh, chatting with us and I'd be happy. She just has such a wonderfully wholesome vibe, um, but very much not the t tolerating the intolerance type thing. She's got like a point redemption that was called Pronoun Parade, which was really the first thing I saw on Twitch about, you know, people sharing their pronouns and stuff stuff like that um where she just has everyone in chat list their pronouns everyone who's comfortable and anyone who makes a joke she gently like tells them like this is not the time to joke this is not the place to joke we just take the pronoun parade very seriously and um i tell her this constantly that the chat reflects the streamer uh, because she's built such a wonderfully lovely community and every time she's like oh y'all are so lovely i'm just like this is because of you you did this this was all you like 100 your work um and just absolutely her vibes are immaculate and they just made me want to build some like it's not the same what i built for myself because i very much get angry about things um she's generally quite chill like she will get upset about um things that are horrific obviously but she's generally quite chill on stream whereas i'm playing video games and therefore constantly raging at my own incompetence <laughs> um but the the similar vibe of um just a wonderful group of people to be in was something i I wanted to um, emulate myself as well. Yeah, that's so true. Like the the streamer at the end of the day is the curator of their own community and the influence that they have will impact the community at large. Like, and it can be a big responsibility to know that, but also really rewarding when you, you know, look from afar at your lovely little community in the chat, forcing you to eat baked beans and telling you that garlic bread is actually the best food on earth. Um, it's like, it's a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a nice feeling to know that like you contributed to creating that. So mm -hmm. nice. Higgins, what about you? Do you have a fave streamer that you watch or somebody who inspired you to create your community the way you have? Uh, I, I think one thing that i've learned especially in the last like couple years as we've had just about every youtuber and or streamer uh, that you ever might have liked turn out to be a huge trash can um that's obviously not every but that a lot of them that i think one of the the very important things that i learned was to appreciate aspects of a community or a stream rather than a whole streamer um to protect myself from that, but also just to make sure that I am a hodgepodge, a, a little, a little soup of various different things. Uh, so, so a I like to pull things. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I like to pull things from just about every stream that I watch. I think every every stream that I'm watching is an opportunity to learn. Um, when I first started watching streams, I was watching a really big streamer who I'm, I'm not even gonna name drop because I think he does some kind of cringy stuff now. It's a little rough, but he did. He swung. He swung on any time he saw something in his chat that he disagreed with. Um, in that way, like he was swinging on it hard and I loved it. I loved that he also created this very, that was his humor too, is he swung on people as a joke. And, and now me and my chat, we go back and forth the whole time and it's hilarious. Uh, Hayes is a little mean, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and, and then you've got other streamers that I might like, that game was really cool or the, the little art thing that they did there was really neat or I love their sense of humor or the way that they you know, maybe just take a day to chill out and watch YouTube videos for a little bit because that was really fun 
I love the idea that Twitch is this whole big community and we can all pull little things from every streamer that we see and, and to form what you might like the most about what you could do. I love that. That's so cool. And like the amount of people that you come across on Twitch, like it's almost impossible not to take inspiration yeah. from so many different sources. Um, that actually leads so well into like the next kind of topic question <laughs> that I have here. We've got like 10 minutes, so I'll leave maybe like a couple minutes at the end for any questions, but let's let's have this as our last like topic that we'll touch yeah. on. Um, so speaking of learning and taking inspiration, um, all of us are members of the Rage Club stream team. Um, and I feel like as individuals, as a part of that whole, we are very similar, but in ways we're very different. And I'm really grateful to know um, all of you and have achieved some amazing things together as a team. And I wanted to, to ask you to think about maybe like one thing that you've learned as a Rage Club team member that you can transfer to your own community or already have transferred to your own community. You can think about this. Yeah, Rage Club hadn't taught me nothing, actually, as it turns out. <laughs> I'm a trendsetter. I don't follow. I lead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's less about what Rage Club has taught me about handling my own community and more just um, being a member of Rage Club has taught me about... Um, the community among us as a team as opposed to me and my stream uh, community uh which is like the amount of um it's like networking except kind of less about business and more about actually getting to know each other and making friends with fellow streamers who have a similar mindset to you and the whole like monthly game nights this this podcast in the first place this stream of palooza like i had no idea this was coming when i signed up to join the rage club <laughs> i did not know that we had like an entire weekend dedicated to raising um money together for such an important cause i've just loved it i've been so glad and now i know like if i ever get to the point where i'm making my own team i know exactly what to do to build a wonderful um team of streamers supporting each other in like the best way sorry sorry is currently begging you just like she's <laughs> the trauma that i just saw flash behind her eyes like it's so hard don't do this to it's, it's hard it's hard but you know what like I say this every time we do a stream of Palooza, it's worth it because it's like there's a lot of planning that goes into it and like a lot of dedication from so many different moving parts and stuff. But I think when you see the outcome of what so many of us coming together can bring, like it's so worth it. Um, as stressful as it is, it always is worth it when we can we can make a difference like this. Definitely. Um, Lily, Hegums, what about you? Um, anything you've learned as a Rage Club member that you know you use in your own communities or even yeah within the Rage Club itself? Um, it kind of just really ties into what Slashy was saying about like just building honest friendships. Like when I first got onto Twitch, it was follow for follow. Not even gonna lie, follow for follow, lurk for lurk, that whole shebang, right? Because that's what all that's what happens to a lot of baby streamers when you first go into Twitch. It's like oh, if you follow me, I'll follow you. Blah 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 raid whatever and when i found different communities that were more about building friendships and it just was a whole chain reaction that's that's when it was like that's what i need to do that's mm. that's how you make friends in this place not what can they do for me but what can i do for them what how can i help them how can i be their friend yep. and not wanting to find stuff like get stuff in return it was just 
being there and accomplishing things together. Yeah, I think I think for me that the value of Soulsborne and Zelda games has definitely gone up a lot. Um, yeah, that's a, if you want to grow on Twitch, stream Zelda and Soulsborne. By the way, that's my that's my hot tip. If you want to join uh, the Beach Club, you need to like at least one of those. Right, okay? you, you can't exa- or at least pretend to one of the two. It doesn't you it doesn't matter. Like their past games played and make sure at least one entry yep. from one of the franchises. Do they like Bloodborne? They're in. Right. Have you played Bloodborne? If no, are you intending to play Bloodborne? Ooh, sorry, we're full. Uh, but I think more than that, the just the value of events and and having a fun thing to plan is it's huge even you know outside of just this right um which is huge this is this massive thing that we do every year but you know community game nights or a little movie night or hanging out and doing there's so many little things that you can do and you can sort of take the rage club obviously we're big but you can take that and make a smaller version of it for yourself and for your stream and the amount of bonding that can come from that I, I think is huge. So doing little events, even if it's just something like, oh, we're having a movie night on Thursday and we're going to watch the new Pinocchio, um, which was horrible, by the way. Please don't watch that. <laughs> or maybe we're going to plan this special stream where this whole it's all built around X, Y, Z thing. Right. Here's the it's the, the 2000s. It's a Y2K stream. Do whatever you want to do. But I think events and inclusion like that are huge for building that bond and forming that community. And I think the Rage Club has really driven that home for me. Fully. And I feel like obviously the Shumapalooza weekend has obviously had that impact on all of us. Like we've all had so much fun. Everybody's been so creative and inventive with their ideas. And it's it's actually been such a privilege, like hearing you all talk within your own um, events and stuff together. Like I've seen so many Rage Club members in different chats. Slashy, you and Mule had like an amazing conversation yesterday about your solidarity. So it was so good. I was like sitting watching it after like um, doing some other stuff stuff and I was just like this is the sort of stuff that we need to do more of um and I think obviously with this, this podcast and um, just to sort of wrap up um we're, we're continuing to do this we, we won't be doing it live at least I don't think we will be maybe we can think about doing that live more often but um there's so many important topics we can cover and I'm just glad that we've been able to yeah pull together a panel and um, to talk about community building um and I'm just really really grateful that we have an amazing community called the rage club and all of you are members of it so thank you so much for coming on and talking to me and higgums um, about building the community and everybody in the chat thank you for being here and listening and checking out what we had to say um but yeah just to give a little bit of an outro it was an absolute blast speaking to you all um and how we can make our communities a safe and ex- inclusive place for everybody um without compromising our own comfort um thank you so much higgums for being my co-host and slashy and lily thank you so much for being our guests it's been a wonderful time chatting to you and getting to know more about your communities thank Let's you for the thank invite you so thanks much. for having us i, uh, I have to great. go